The Fontenelle Final Bell Podcast is presented by Fontenelle Hybrids. The solutions you need, the relationships you trust. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Joining us, Dax Wittemeyer. Dax, of course, is with U.S. Commodities. Let's take a look what we saw in the markets today. Kind of a quiet one when you compare it to what we saw last week. We just kind of seem to be stuck, Dax, in that same kind of mode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, we're looking at the, the grain market today. Really, the corn market's looking for direction and kind of struggling. Uh, the bean market continues to step back. I think the big thing there is the forecast has changed just a little bit in South America. Argentina expected to see some rains uh, from Friday to next Tuesday. And, of course, it'll, it'll have to see uh, how much actually falls, and that will give us an indication on whether we're going to find a support or bottom. Uh, the, the temps have been in the 90s to lower 100s, so uh, they're continuing to suffer uh, a little bit and have some of those drought-type conditions. So uh, after this rain pushes through, we'll have to see if there's anything for the remainder of February because then you could see a little bit more of a reduction in their crop size. Well, we know there's been such talk about this weather in Argentina. Let's look at Brazil for a second because they're getting ready to get this harvest in full swing and try to get the second cropping in. Is this weather going to cause for some concerns for them? I think right now it's been uh, kind of the tale of two crops. You've got uh, Argentina suffering from that dry weather, uh, but for the most part you're seeing Brazil has been pretty much ideal. Uh, A lot of these independent outfits have been lowering the Argentina corn and soybean crops, but uh, doing the opposite with Brazil, actually increasing. So we'll have to see if there's any uh, more of a offsetting uh, for the two when it comes down to the end to tally things up. It seems, though, Dex, that it's more of the focus is on the soybean side when it comes to the weather in South America versus corn at this point. A lot of it has to do with the uh, soybean meal in Argentina. Uh, they, they are the big producers and and exporters, and I think that has a tendency to uh, start to pull over into the the soybean oil, soybean market, so then that starts to really affect us. Well, the Brazilian real, is that having any factors within the trade as well? I think it's minimal. I think uh, overall what we're we're probably looking at is more of the focus is on our own U.S. dollar, more so than the Brazilian real. Obviously, the the fluctuations and the different... uh, uh, monetary is going to affect the, the exports uh, a little bit more so. But uh, with our dollar going down, I think that helps us. And from that export pr- perspective, I mean, we- weekly export inspections continue to see some improvement, at least on the corn side of the market. Uh, definitely, that has been the, the bright spot in the corn market, and I think it will be, continue to be so uh, as we move forward. Uh, I think what you're looking for is... Uh, the export pace has been picking up here uh, for this time of year, uh, especially for the corn market. We'll have to see if that continues going forward. But uh, for right now, it definitely is helping us uh, chew into some of that big supply. And, of course, that'll be uh, the next thing we'll look at on Thursday will be the USDA report just to show us uh, if the numbers are going to be tweaked a little bit. Well, I know that South Korea has had an appetite lately, especially for corn as well. Uh, Definitely. I think uh, it's definitely with that lower dollar has helped uh, put the focus on these exports, and I think there is a a place for it to go. We'll have to see if these uh, Asian countries are looking to front load more so uh, ahead of any 
potential trade uh, tariffs or, or war that may be starting to fire up. Well, I know that the soybeans, too, though, have been on the slower side, though we did see a purchase this morning from an unknown. Can we maybe assume that it's probably China? I would assume so. I think there's a lot of indications that's typically what's happening. Uh, it is our, our turn in uh, the world market, so uh, I think with the lower dollar, that has helped out. We probably are a little bit uh, um, behind on the pace that the USDA has set, so we'll see if there's an adjustment coming on Thursday for that. Is there anything that can be done to help increase that since we're behind on the USDA pace? I think at this point uh, we're just trying to figure out what we can do and see exactly what's going to happen with South American crops, especially with the Argentina. Uh, I think going forward, if they stay dry, we may start to see the soybean export market pick up again. And, you know, I I don't want to jinx it, but we sure haven't heard about any um, issues at the docks yet in in South America. Yeah, I think over the last uh, several years they're starting to improve on the transportation aspect. And so right now, I think that's one of the, the things that they've been focusing on, and you're not seeing that backlog. And no talk of uh, strikes either at this point. Right at this point, no. But I, I assume that that will be coming at some point because uh, it's, it's one of those things that happen every year. Looking to the weather here in the U.S., I know that the Southern Plains, I just got back from a, from a conference in Texas, and there was a lot of water cooler talk about the need to get ready to start the, the spring field work and concern about how dry it is. Definitely, it's been very hot uh, in those southern areas and it's starting to affect that winter wheat. Uh, you, you can see it in the updated crop ratings, especially in Oklahoma and Kansas, which are at uh, 4 and, and 14%. So uh, definitely uh, of concern there. And if that's going to continue to stay dry as we start to focus on planting progress here in the Midwest as it ramps up as we get into uh, late March and April. Well, I know that we're ready for the, the spring field work to get underway. That's sure a sign for all of us up north that we got we got some warmer weather headed our direction. Right. I know with the, the snow falling right now, it doesn't seem like it's timely, but uh, I think everybody's itching to get in the field here shortly, and uh, I think you'll probably see a lot of planter work. What are, what are your thoughts on the export inspections coming from the wheat perspective? Oh, I think on the wheat side, it's a little bit uh, maybe concerning just a tad bit as we move forward. Uh, you know, we, we do have a lot of wheat in the world, so I think that that shows that the competition is there. Uh, so this is, is good that we're having an issue. It's just too bad that we're the ones having the issue. No kidding. Well, stick around, folks. We do have more of the Fontenelle Final Bell coming up in just a moment. You're listening to the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Dax Weidemeyer joins us with U.S. commodities. We, before we left, we were talking about kind of where we were sitting export-wise. We've hit all three of the, the commodities. But kind of looming is this Thursday grain report. And you're saying really not a lot of information can we expect uh, out of this. I think that the the report itself uh, may be more of a non-issue. Uh, you never know, depending on what type of numbers they're going to tweak. I think the the big thing will be to see if the export pace is going to be uh, increased or decreased, uh, which I think the uh, idea maybe could be a decrease. Uh, we'll see if there's any uh, how much of a reduction USDA wants to put the South American crops, uh, and, and I think that could be what really moves this market one way or the other, uh, and definitely the corn market looking for direction. So uh, I think that'll be very key for the corn market more so, uh, maybe helping us out on the bean market if we get another friendly report. 
What about the outside market influences? I mean, we, we talked a little bit about the dollar, but are we seeing every, anything else that's really having a bit of a factor in the way our grains are trading today, Dax? I, I believe the last couple of days we're seeing that the stock market itself is really starting to take a break. I don't think anybody uh, didn't see this coming at some point. I think maybe most are seeing it as a, a welcoming opportunity to get back in the market. Uh, we've been waiting to see a, a good 10% decline. Uh, I think the key will be is if it continues beyond that, uh, if there's some lingering issues. But for right now, I think it's more of a technical trade setting back. We'll have to see if the uh, the market continues to, to press to new heights as we go forward. Uh, other than that, I think you, you keep an eye on the, the crude oil uh, to see if that's going to affect the biofuel fuel market, uh, which it seems to be maybe at the top end as well. Let's jump over now to the livestock side of the trade. We saw some moderate losses taking place in the cattle market early on in today's trading session. Right. Uh, cattle definitely have had a, the last couple days uh, of last week, uh, really started to push higher, had stronger cash market. Uh, but I think the sluggish beef market in general uh, probably shows that we are at more of a, a technical top, uh, setting back today as well. Uh, the cash market is pretty much uh, where the futures is trading, around that 126, so that's uh, in line. We'll have to see going forward whether there's going to be any increase uh, in the demand side or in the cash market. Otherwise, I think you're probably at the risk management spots here on cattle. Box beef, we saw some some higher numbers during the midday trade for them. Yeah, and I think that's going to help out whether we can keep that tone and and continue to have that pace. But uh, I think more of a technical setback today overall. We'll have to see if there's any cash or box beef numbers that are going to continue uh, to push us up. So I think that we'll have to see stronger numbers this afternoon and maybe tomorrow uh, to see if we can't take a run at those highs that we just made the other day. Could we see some pressure coming from the outs- any outside market influences for the for uh, live cattle? Uh, I, I do. I, I think you see the, the stock market maybe uh, trying to look at these outside markets, see if there's any uh, lacking retail demand, and that could uh, affect things going forward. What about for your feeder cattle? Um, we saw some early support going on for them. Did it start to erode as the day went on? It did start to erode, and I think that just shows more of the technical trade uh, affecting things. And uh, we did hit some pretty good spots uh, price-wise, so I think that was uh, key to the traders and whether they wanted to really continue to, to push this market uh, with, uh, again, that sluggish beef demand. Over to the hogs, February was able to hold on, but the rest of the months just seemed to have seen some definite struggles. Yeah, we have been seeing some very good demand in the pork market and continues. The the production uh, is up again year over year, so I think uh, uh, that market continues to outperform what most people uh, feel should be more of a technical top, but uh, February still holding uh, with the cutout as well. And the cash, I mean, it was lower when we looked at Iowa, southern Minnesota's direct numbers. And it, it was, and I think what you're looking for is just to see if this bullish uh, uh, technical and seasonal tone is going to continue. And I think as we move forward, uh, again, everybody believes this is, uh, should be a supply-driven market, uh, which would be more of a bearish tone. But for right now, uh, the demand side remains the key. We just need some warm-ups, some, some surprising early spring warm-ups to get folks wanting to get out there and do some grilling. Yep, yep, and that'll be around the corner before we know it. Which works, especially when both of us are looking out the office at snow. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Anything else that we need to be really be kind of keeping an eye on, uh, either grain or livestock, as we head into the rest of this week, Dax? 
I think as we move this week, uh, the key will be Thursday's report, watching that weather in South America over the weekend, seeing the amount of rain that falls and if it's sufficient enough. We're already discounting the market quite a bit going into that report and to the weekend, so maybe we'll see more of a friendly outcome after the numbers are released. Stock market will be one that's watched as we're we're talking now. It's down over 700 points in the Dow. Uh, if that thing really starts to get loose, you might start to see some of these uh, fun money, uh, which could be a positive overall, go back into these commodities. So uh, that's something uh, as well that might be down the road to look at. Best way to reach all of you guys there at U.S. Commodities? Uh, 1-800-247-4071. And thanks again. That is a look at the Fontenelle final bell right here on the Rural Radio Network.